Podcast. It's your girl Michaela. I'm here with my lovely co-hosts Alma and Dami. Hey, Howdy. And <laughs> we have another lovely special guest. Not too much laughing. We gotta get it on. <laughs> lovely special guest. Yes. By the name of Rachel. Yes. Rachel is our good friend from college. Yes. Welcome, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Fine and dandy. <laughs> I'm I'm dandier than than some. <laughs> That's right. Today we're talking about country music, mm-hmm. and this was highly suggested by Rachel, and so we mm-hmm. had to bring an expertise on the podcast yes. yeah. to bring us into this genre that we don't really touch as much. So I'm always interested in different genres, and you know we try to. Get Alma to be interested in different genres. <laughs> we had to bring her up. She's doing better. She is now doing see, better. See, I knew they were lying last episode. <laughs> I called them out and they was like, no, we're being serious. Why is they? It, lo- it looked the exact same. The next episode, here we go. Well, I just defended you. Thank you. You know, you I were yeah, back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah, back and right. forth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But you know, it's the country episode, y'all. So we want you guys to enjoy this. Enjoy our good friend Rachel from college. She went to Saint Sciences with us. Rachel is a wonderful person, wonderful friend. She's been around for a very long time. She always is a good time, you know, whenever she's around. So who nanny whenever I come through? Now, Rachel, you know there were some questions I asked you, right? Yes. So, Rachel, who is your favorite musical artist? So, I know this is the country episode. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. got to stay true to myself. That's, That's right. right. That's right. So, my favorite artist is J. Cole. Yes. 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 Um, yes. As you already know, yes. I've been a stan since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the schools I applied to was actually because of him. Okay. I applied to St. John's in, I think, Queens? Yes. Somewhere in New York. Yes. 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 Because they also had a pharmacy program. <laughs> and because wow. I noticed that J. Cole had gone there, I was like, well, why not? <laughs> I didn't know that. Why it must not? be a good school. That's right, so funny. Right. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so it, it is actually J. Cole. Oh, I love that. How Bring a sweater. <laughs> How would you describe your musical taste? So I, it's very hard for me to say that I have a favorite musical genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, music fits my mood as with most people probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of like 50-50 with Afrobeats, uh-huh. um, not necessarily classic R&B, but like hip hop Hip hop yeah. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I like that. And then on the other side, I love a ratchet, you know, like yeah. a little a little little Uzi. Rachel So it's yes. really fifty fifty for me, but of course my taste in general expands through like all the as you all know, country pop. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. a little little uh what's the proper term? Like you know, a little bad bunny. <laughs> 
Latina music, mm-hmm. Latino music. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, we went on a um, <laughs> we went on a road trip, and we all mm. we created the Pondy Road, <laughs> yes, Pondy Road <laughs> playlist. <laughs> And you know, I'm looking at all the songs, and like you could just tell who's adding what. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. All the rap came from Rachel. You know, it was J Cole mm-hmm, on right. there. Mm-hmm. It was country music on there. I was like, yeah, this ain't nobody but Rachel. <laughs> but then there was some Celine Dion. I'm like, now who put this on here? <laughs> the Jamaican, the Jamaican queen. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jamaican Haitian. Jamaican. Yeah, she is. Yeah, so it was the Caribbean Ezra mm-hmm. who is got uh, Grenadian. So mm-hmm. yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. She and you that. definitely had all the classic hits. I was definitely. like, oh, this is where that other song was sampled <laughs> right, right, like, right, wow. right. And uh, one last question: um, How the hell did you develop a taste for country yes. music? Wait, wait, serious question. How the hell did a Nigerian <laughs> woman coming out of where are you from? PG, PG, PG County, Shore. PG County. We'll say DMV. DMV. Yeah, got she country. looked like Lauren Hill, y'all. Yeah, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, Just girl. very beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all are too kind. Y'all With the Michelle kind. Obama arms. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. So, funny enough, I am a daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. And my dad, when we were growing up, he would listen to country. And I was kind of like, y'all, like, why Why is he listening to this? Like, what? what is he listening to? But um, another random fun fact, I did live in Texas for, like, I think maybe three to five years growing up. Mm-hmm. And... Growing, growing up, my mom would only ever play Nigerian gospel. That's it. Like, I hardly, I did not even know what secular music was until about fourth grade, probably, because that was the only thing playing in the house was. Wow. Um, I think the most secular I would get is like King Sunny Ade, wow. Ebenezer Obey, but those are still Nigerian yes. artists. Yes. So. The only other things I would hear outside of that would be if my dad would play some country. And I guess my mom allowed it because it's like, you know, it's not anything too offensive. It's like a little bit more mainstream. But I started listening to it because of my dad. I would hear him playing it in the car. And now that I really sit and think about it, he probably was just playing what his customers wanted to hear because he was a transportation oh, driver. So in Texas, okay. of course, like yeah. on the Metro bus or mm-hmm. in the taxi cabs or whatever, you're kind of catering to whoever is riding yeah. along with you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why he liked playing it. And he's a very like pensive, thoughtful guy. Like he's like, I just, you know... I sit down and I listen to the story and I'm like, yes, dang, like this is actually a deep song. It's like, you know, a so he loves a good story. Yeah. He can tell a good story and he loves listening to a good story. Okay. So I think that's why he probably started having an affinity towards it because I don't know any Nigerian country. Country. I don't like I yeah. think he literally just organically developed it from living in the United States yeah. and mm. interacting with a lot of Americans, especially when we were in the South. So Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That I makes a you. lot of sense. That mm-hmm. does. And honestly, like children, you know, we listen to what our parents listen That's to. True. Yeah, so, That's true. So. Like, a lot of my tastes come from my mama. So yeah. I totally understand yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, so now that we know who Rachel is and what she's all about, let's get into our chokeholds. Mm-hmm. What has been choking y'all? Let's start with Rachel. Rachel, mm-hmm. what's your chokehold this Dang, week? I kind of feel like, I don't, like, why I got to start? Okay. You don't you know. Yes! 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 Partner! That was a good one. That was a good one. Um, 
<laughs> so my chokehold is um, again not country because I I'm not a monolith, but yes, um, it's cardboard right. box by Flo. Come on, I love Flo. Your shit in the cardboard uh, box. Yeah. You gotta sing, Rachel. <laughs> Come on, Rachel. Like y'all know, I'm not into like sultry R&B so much. I mm-hmm. like a good like up tempo kind of yeah. like you know a little bit of attitude type of song. So yeah. that song just it kind of it's a nice song where like you're not really mad. You're just like a little bit annoyed. Like <laughs> like you know. I'm yeah. just, so I, it's been it's been a cute bop. And then like a lot of people have been saying the whole. Um, what is it? There's like been a comeback of of gr- girl, girl groups, groups especially. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I was almost a little bit. Uh, removed from it growing up because mm-hmm. of you know what my parents was listening to so yeah. I'm like oh I get to participate like you know I get <laughs> yeah, to see the come up the glow true. up yeah. so um, yeah. they I think I think they're they're on their way yeah, I, oh, I want to see them yeah, they definitely they're, seem they're like good. it they're really I really see good them, so yeah and they're British yes yeah. oh that's right that's yes. right we got a British, yeah. a British babes here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And All right. Who, who's chokehold is next? Ooh. 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 Oh, I catch on quick. I catch on quick. Mm. <laughs> I'll go. Okay. My chokehold <laughs> is Bluff by Kalila. Um, Ooh, I yes. love Kalila, yeah. and she's kind of like alternative R and B. So mm. if you like Solange mm. and all that, okay. then it's the same realm. I think mm. she also sang on Solange's um, albums. I think she sang on Scales or something like that. So mm. it's a really good song. It's it's short. It's an interlude, and I. Interludes, they be so good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, sometimes I'm like, why isn't more. this a real song? Yeah, you want it yeah, more. Yes, so you. This song will make you want more. And um, <clears throat> this song is basically follows a relationship where one person is basically they are um, trying to leave the mm-hmm. relationship, but the lady, the girl is calling their bluff. They're like, you, you don't really want to go anywhere. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm calling you on this. So it challenges <laughs> them to be vulnerable. And it, even though it's such a short song, it's like a big statement. Yeah. So I really mm-hmm. like Bluff by Kalila. I'm calling you bluff. It's the way that you really need. I like that. Yeah, yes, yes. really good. I think her new album came out, new yes, EP. Yes, yeah. yep. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. Can't wait to get into that. I'm, I'm sending link. I'm sending link. Come on, send the link. 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 Send the she, she kind of do. Well, I'm going to have to harass you. Yeah, you got to harass me. I'm going to send the link. I'm going to send the link. So my chokehold is actually coming from a rapper that I never listened to music. Mm. Unless maybe I heard it, but I didn't know it was him. This is a little y- Yachty. Or okay. Yachty. Oh. Yachty. Yeah. Yachty. Yachty. This is coming from his um album that was just released called Let's Start Here. This is like a new alternative rock album apparently and a lot of people were surprised by it yeah because I mean Lil Yachty the rapper yes what I didn't know he had alternative music like the whole album is like very like different and again I haven't heard his like prior music but he was rapping rapping, so This is very different. So this song I have is called Running Out of Time. Not the title of the creator. But this is a good another good running out of time. Yeah. This is also featuring Justin Sky. Oh mm-hmm. I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a groovy song. It's uh bass heavy. It's like funky guitar. So like people always like 
well, not people always, but they always um, relate this song kind of to like a Tame Impala slash like a Silk Sonic. I love Tame funk. Impala. Oh, yeah. Silk Sonic. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Okay. It's a funky song, so it's it's cool. It's uh, he's talking about how he's manipulating his like romantic interest into pretending to share intimate secrets just so that. She could stay with him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'd be like that. that. Be, look, look niggas, be, niggas be lying. But it's cool. It, it makes me kind of interested to like listen to the rest of his album. Yeah. I'm yeah. too yachty. Mm-hmm. That's okay, okay yachty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you, Alma? Well, thank y'all for holding it down with the new stuff. Um, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> she said, here we go. Here we go. Here, here we go. Here we go. I guess she said, here we go. This song uh, came out from the, for the 99 in the 2000. Um, oh it's not R&B, though. It's a rap song called I Need a Hot Girl by the Hot Boys. I knew it. I knew it was going to be someone associated. Okay. Shout out, shout out to Home. Shout out to Nola. Um, Cash Money was really unstoppable during this time. Uh, they were on a magnificent run and this was a group they put um, this, they formed the Hot Boys so it was Lil Wayne it was Turk it was BG and it was Juvenile and this song was actually on their sophomore album uh, called Guerrilla Warfare so hmm. they were young Wayne was only 16 when um, they did this song and Turk wow. was 17 and BG was 18 so they was all young everybody know Wayne and Turk verse I like them hot the ones that don't tell me to stop eat Swallowed up and they know how to pop. I need a project chick, a hood rat. Mm-hmm. One that don't give up. And since she took that, yeah, y'all know. That's my chokehold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play that at my wedding for sure. All good chokeholds, yes. Yeah. I can definitely see you popping that off mm-hmm. in your wedding. Shout out to Manny Fresh because he produced for all of them. So, like, yeah. All, <laughs> Fresh. all of them, all of them albums, them songs that came out on Cash Money, Manny Fresh was the, like most of the time the sole producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He give him, give him his flowers. I know people, people sure. overlook him and people like to overlook the South. When it comes to rap, no people but recognize res- the styles. I think so. Bundy, not the, not the way they should. Really? Yeah. I think modern. I think a lot of people like recognize. I the think style. modern. Yeah. Yeah. They're modern kinda, rappers they're now. To, they, they sleeping. They sleeping on the south. I don't know. I don't know. I think people. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, come from the south. You could be original. Recognize it some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let us know what y'all been listening to. Now let's go on to the musical mess. Yes. Musical mess to yeah. Jay like. is like <laughs> is like I don't know. It's about money. So money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> again, again. It's Michael Jackson's money. estate is wow. actually being trying to be sold. They're trying to sell all of his stuff. Uh, it would be one of the biggest music catalog package deals to date. It too. is. It is going to be. It would cost. Uh, the estate would close the deal that would sell half of the King's um, pop, mu- King of Pop's music catalog for eight hundred to nine hundred million dollars. That's not enough. That's not enough at all. It's the but it's the largest, which is crazy because a lot of people they sell their stuff for like two hundred million. Like John Legend has just sold his for about two hundred million. Why did everybody sell it? Um, it's That's it's a good the, question. A lot of people are making good money off of selling their their stuff. Um, but the thing is about this. Sony, which was uh, Jackson's uh, label throughout most of his career, mm-hmm. um, they are partnering with another financial partner and they're negotiating to acquire about 50% of the interest, um, including his publishing, music revenues, and even the the Broadway show, even the upcoming Michael biopic. What? Yeah, they're trying to get mm-hmm. all that. Um, at the time of his death, his estate was $500 million. 
Hmm. which is crazy, in 2009. And then it skyrocketed to about $873 million in 2020. So it's it's a lie. And he gave 40% of his estate to his mother, Catherine Jackson. I know so, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, they're just, they're making money off of their publishing, making money off, of, like a lot of people sell their publishing so that that will sustain them, yeah. you know. Um, but, but you said it's only half? It's only half, but they were all, the whole deal is that the estate will maintain control. Even though they're selling, mm. they're going to maintain control of his stuff. So okay. it's still pretty... You, if you're in control of it, I can understand that. Like, mm. I, I don't... I wouldn't mind that. It's kind of something that's happening at the same time with um, Priscilla and Lisa Marie Presley. So we all know Lisa Marie died and Priscilla actually is trying to get... the. She's trying to contest her will because... Mm. Elvis left everything to Lisa, mm-hmm. and Lisa, it was giving everything to her kids. But the grandma saying, like, um, excuse me, like, let me get a part of this pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's con- contesting the validity of Lisa Marie's will. Mm-hmm. And this was only four days after the <sighs> memorial. So it's always, it's always mess. death with death. It's always yeah. mess with death. Always. Four days after the memorial, she start, she signed a petition to challenge the— uh, There was an amendment to the will once— mm-hmm. um, Lisa's kids got a little bit older because mm-hmm. Riley and Benjamin, the late Benjamin Keogh, they mm-hmm. were the going to be the trustees. And then Priscilla now is saying, like, no, this isn't right. Like, we need to look into this, uh, basically. And I'm like, that's crazy. Your daughter is dead. And apparently they've had a strained relationship and complicated relationship for a long time. So mm-hmm. that makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. Not only did you do it, you waited until she was dead. You, like... Four days, only four days after the memorial. So that means you had it planned. You can, mm-hmm. you don't just mm-hmm. pop yeah. up and how think about this. Priscilla got to be old herself, right? That's what I was thinking. I'm, I'm sure. Like I don't I don't know how old exactly, but I'm sure she's in her 70s. So she wants that money for what? And, what, and who, where would her money go to? That's right. what she exactly. does. Right. She just wants to her main, children. She want, exactly. She <laughs> just wants to maintain up. control. I how mean, long? yeah, yeah. And Lisa only had about 15 percent uh, control over Elvis's like. Mm assets because mm-hmm. she gave like once she once she turned 25 mm-hmm. she was able to get everything um that her dad gave her in through a trust and she sold about 85 percent of her of hmm. the stuff that's why there is graceland and all that mm-hmm. yeah but so mm-hmm. it's it's really sad to see yeah. all that happening right now yeah it's always a mess it's always, always. a mess especially after death so We'll see what happens with yeah. this deal with Michael Jackson's estate. That's a lot of money. That's I can see it going for a billion. It I needs to be more than I a billion. I can see them holding holding out yeah. way more for a billion. Talking about including yeah. the biopic, yeah, and including what else? They're doing the Broadway show too. The Broadway show, yeah, yeah that's I'm more than a billion. Go all his publishing and the that money music up. revenues, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, definitely need to need to get up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the musical mess. On to our hook of the day, which is country music, y'all. We're going to be talking about country. You should see the excitement. They are so excited yeah. to hear our country. You got to stop the stereotypes. <laughs> oh. You know what? That's a good is question. It? What was the first? Oh. What was your initial thoughts when you t- when you think about country music? Um, White. <laughs> To yeah. be honest, white. Yeah. Yeah. White people. Honky tonk. That's mm-hmm. what I'll be thinking rednecks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Amma? <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at my little note and I literally just to I just have yeehaw written down. <laughs> I can't. And an exclamation point. <laughs> I, 
I don't really have strong feelings about country music. Yeah. I didn't grow up with it. Yeah. You know, I don't have any like strong connection to it. Yeah. And so what I do know from it are like the mainstream songs or like the yeah. stereotypes, mm-hmm. unfortunately, like, mm-hmm. you know, that are associated with country music and people who listen to it. That's all I, that's all yeah. I know. I, I only bring up rednecks because they say it in their songs. Yeah. They sing yeah. about it yeah. Yeah. themselves. So yeah. I, they be that's talking why. about a honky tonk. Yeah, that's what I said. Exactly. Yeah, so. yeah. They say it themselves. So I'm like, oh, this is literally what y'all be saying. Yeah. A lot of the themes of country music, though, I've known are just very simple. It's like yeah. everyday life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They be on their tractor. Mm-hmm. They be going mm-hmm. to the bar. Mm-hmm. Occasionally like, yeah. scratch up a little car. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't think about that song. Dirt road. Like, you know, all that stuff. But I feel like country country music the genre is like very regional it's not yeah, yeah. yeah. it doesn't really it's, it, it doesn't hit like pop music like mm-hmm. R&B and stuff like that you don't you're not gonna hear I think not around the world at least not not from what I've seen yeah. so I don't mm. think so yeah <laughs> do you I don't think so. now that y'all have like listened to some music do you like country no, no. <laughs> that's honest I, okay. I do think that the songs that I lean towards are more country pop Mm-hmm. Like yeah. very mainstream country, yeah. But like those deep, the deep cut country, I just, I just can't. I <laughs> yeah, like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, I had a hard time like going through it. Yeah, and, and it's okay. Like I know myself. I of know course. this is not yeah. this is not the genre for me. Yeah. I res- I totally respect it. Yeah, it's, it's a huge genre. Yeah, in, in those regional areas. But like, yeah, it's not my it's not my thing. It's cool though. Yeah, yeah. I do respect the storytelling. I yeah. do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Who's challenging you on it? She's like, I do. No, I do. I'm, I'm no, saying I know, because because <laughs> you were saying how like the themes are simple and they are simple, yeah. but like they're, they're still telling stories and they're very vivid when they're singing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. from start to finish, you mm-hmm. see and you can visualize exactly yeah. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. I do respect that. That's not easy to do um, through a song, through words. So yeah, mm-hmm. you like know that. this is rural America. You know this yeah. is like Middle America, Bible yeah. Belt. Mm-hmm. You know where you are. Definitely, you know Kansas, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texas. Yeah. As mm-hmm. a Texan, you know I would say that. I don't I don't really it's not my go-to obviously genre but I would definitely listen to some country music mm-hmm. Shania Twain obviously of course. Like, there's a lot of good country music I mean I think maybe when I'm ready to kind of like settle down and have a horse ranch I'll probably get Ooh. into country I'll probably be getting into it yeah. and you know that's another thing because we talk about music we always talk about music being relatable right yeah. it's not relatable to me because yeah. I'm not we're not well, there. That's very true. We're not riding horses. Right. No. We're not on a farm. Right. Yeah. No. So I can imagine like being in that setting. Yeah. Like I, I, I might enjoy it more. But yeah. Being yeah. in the city most of my life is like fair. Yeah. 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 Is there anybody fair. that y'all knew of before besides like Dolly Parton, Shania yeah, Twain, Shania Twain, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw, Garth mm-hmm. yes. Brooks, uh, Brian, Keith Urban. Yeah. I know these people. I just don't listen. Yeah, yeah. 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 I knew they. Was, I knew they sang country. Carrie yeah. Underwood. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, she an American Idol, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my introduction to her. Same. Yeah. Chris yeah. Stapleton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. they always pairing him with black people on all the awards. <laughs> like well. he always doing a tribute with they black he folks. He got a soul for He's sweet. Yeah. He's sweet. <laughs> I think the last time I saw well I, I forget who he was singing with maybe I think it was maybe Stevie Wonder or somebody but he also was singing with Jennifer Hudson I was mm. like of course you know because he has such a strong voice yeah. yeah but and then also I just wanted to add though kudos to the to the 
groups who have had like names that are a little bit like eh, that don't age well mm-hmm. and they change them like Lady A oh yeah was Lady mm-hmm. Antebellum mm-hmm. Yeah. the Dixie Chicks changed their names to, to the Chicks, chicks. Yeah. So, yeah. they were blackballed in, in, in that they were yeah they yeah. were yeah. for a while for, after yeah. the George Bush thing mm-hmm. yeah. Beyonce came out with them yeah mm-hmm. she brought them back to the CMT <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Did. my dad said shoo <laughs> <laughs> yes oh yeah that's a good country song too it's now that I think about it I'm reflecting on you saying like country is kind of regional and I'm like, yeah, it is. But then like Taylor Swift is from Pennsylvania. And but we know the, about Pennsylvania. Yes. It's a that whole, is fair. like that whole, like after Philly. After Philly and come after on. Pittsburgh. It's, come on. It's, just, I don't yeah. know. it's, it's country. Yeah. It's country. Yeah. Fair. Not Alabama. And, <laughs> I would have thought West Virginia, whatever. When I was in Arizona, I mean, I was working on a reservation, but. A lot of people listen to country out there too, mm. and I'm sure some of it has to yeah, do with it's like still like the South, the Southwest. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I found that interesting. I actually wasn't expecting like Native people, Navajo mm. people, yeah. to be listening to country, but mm. you know. So I agree. I think it's like you know, like you said, rural America, yeah. you know, certain demographics. It just they it they align sense. with it, yeah. like yeah. they can relate to it. Yeah. So, now yeah. that you say that, it makes even more sense because if you think about it, a lot of cowboys and Indians and yep. Native Americans are together yep. and they were, you know, riding the horses, mm-hmm. exploring the yep. country and stuff together. So I guess they would share that, you know, that would be a part of their mm-hmm. journey. And let's not forget that country also is is black. It's black as hell. It's, it has that American South, you know, that Southern folk um, twang to it as well. So mm-hmm. it's, sure. it's we, good. We in the scene. You know, we yeah. in the south. <laughs> <laughs> what are like some country music songs that you enjoy? You want to start, Rachel? Let's start off high. Okay. Let's start off high. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> like, or should we end with I'm a bang? Not, I'm, I am not a deep cut country person either. Really? really? Yeah. Believe it or not, like. I respect and recognize names like Johnny Cash, Garth Brooks, yeah. and stuff like that, but I don't think I could sing a whole song by any of them. <laughs> I just respect that, okay, mm. these were the, you know, mm-hmm. they walked so that these people could run. True. Um, so I'm actually, I'm a little bit more aligned with, like, the more mainstream stuff, maybe, okay. like, one surface below that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> Some of my favorite country songs, one of them is like a classic country song. It's by Thomas Rhett. It's called It Goes Like This. Mm. And mm. Uh, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> but No, sorry. I listened to your playlist and I yeah. was like, there's a lot of white men on here. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Rachel. I said, Look, don't hide. There is my first a Republican crush. among us. <laughs> my first crush in Texas uh-huh. was this adorable white boy named Jason. He was my best friend, but I also, I guess this is like, you know, like third, fourth grade, mm-hmm. start recognizing, like, oh, maybe I more like him as more than a friend. Yeah. Um, and like, I mean, he probably, this is probably right up his alley, but <laughs> at the time, that's like your formative years. That's when yeah. you start getting influenced and... What can I say? What can I say? <laughs> yeah. She said it. That's it right. It's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's what your crush is. like. You're like, oh, he like that. I like that too. Mm-hmm. Right. Jason, if you're, if, right. If, you're, if you're out here listening right now, Jason, <laughs> right. She's, uh, she's a married woman. She's a married woman. She's a married woman. <laughs> no, as a friend. As a friend. I'm listening. Just say it would be nice to reconnect. Yeah, yeah. Just stop. As a friend. As a friend. Yeah, find me on LinkedIn. You know, we can get some platonic. Wait. Now, 
next song, um, <laughs> this one is called For What It's Worth. This is a more recent song. I don't know if it came out like last year or the year before, but it's one of the new age, um, I would say, definitely a black artist. Mm-hmm. When I first heard it, funny enough, I feel like <laughs> I'm sure other people can relate. You hear a song and you're like, this... This is a black man yeah. or this is a black woman. Oh, yeah, you know. So you when know. I heard this song, I actually didn't. You couldn't it, tell. I couldn't really, really? tell. Yeah. It kind of sounded. I was like, oh, he might be black. But I was like, either way, I like the song. <laughs> yeah. And then when I looked at the album art, I was like, oh, it is a black man. What, yeah. a, what a pleasant surprise, well, I'll be, you know? I'll be, I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be damned. So yeah, I don't know. He looks younger, so. Um, it looks like he's been putting in, putting in work over the last few years, but mm. I love the song. It's yeah. just so like. It gives me, like, classic country, but I love that it's a black person singing it, and it's still, like, I don't know. It just gives me, like, country pop vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like See? Carrie, See? Carrie Underwood yeah. and, yeah. and um, Shania Twain type vibes. Like, yes. it, it's very mainstream and um, catchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's his name again? Breland, right? Breland. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Breland. So um, the next one, this one is a classic. Okay. And the real quick backstory behind this one is this was my first ringtone. Not ringtone. (laughs) Wait a minute. When I was allowed to have my (laughs) own phone. I probably wasn't even allowed to have the ringtone, but I'm sure I found a way to pay for it without my parents noticing. (laughs) Um, Right. But yes, this, in my opinion, I mean, y'all can prove me otherwise. Mm-hmm. You can at me if you find something better. But in my opinion, this crossover walked <laughs> so that all the other country crossovers could run. Let it be known. And no one can tell me otherwise. This song is called Over and Over. Period. Nelly yes. and Tim Period. McGraw. Yes. That's country, baby. That Nelly was, first. Country. We can actually see that. Featuring Tim McGraw. Yeah, I think about it over and over again. And I keep on holding on And I can't shake. And I can't take it on. <laughs> Even the music video, like it just it gives me nostalgia yeah, because yeah. I'm just like, wow, like mm-hmm. this was back in the day when people actually respected the art mm-hmm. of a music video. Yes. And I remember that music video was like half and half, and it was like, yes. you know, Nelly on the one side, yes. Timber on the other side. Yes. Was the girl, was Nelly's girl on the yep. other side. Wow, yes. I need to go back and watch it again. Yeah. But oh yeah, God. this is just such a classic, like, wow, like Love that song. Nelly song. really did that. Now that I realize <laughs> that I'm yes. going down. Yeah, Nelly got his singing bag. That's a country song. No, for real. Oh, my God. And he is country. Yeah. You know, he from he, St. Louis. I yep. love, that's what I yeah. like about country music, though. I do love a southern twang. I love mm-hmm. the accent. So I'm like, oh, yes, y'all better sing in your mm-hmm. Texas accent. For your real. Alabama yeah. I'm about to blast that when I get in my car. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> what, now I'm, it's starting to click. Like, this is probably, because, you know, you look, like, Dami and I listen to Afro beats. Mm-hmm. We kind of understand what they're saying for the most part. With country, I'm like, ooh, I'll sing it in my house as loud as I want, but I ain't about to be in public, like, <laughs> and it's all in my head. Because I feel like I can't really get, like, the full you know like over and over again right yes. right mm, and I'm gonna slide in a little honorable mention go, go ahead, ahead. Yeah. Um, so this one was really popping during COVID <laughs> leave me out of it this one was really popping during COVID and I just love that he's not necessarily a self-proclaimed country artist but mm-hmm. this song did that and that is Old Town Road by hey! Lil Nas X <laughs> 
till I can't no, no more. <laughs> so I got the horses in the mud. That's a country song. Yes, it, it is. is. I don't care what the mm-hmm. is. Co- country rap. And if, if country y'all rap? say it's not, y'all racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Billy Ray Cyrus is on it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're right. He did hop on the He's remix. And then the other little boy who's talking about some yippie Kaye at the on the other on the other remix. His oh, name was like Mason or something. I forgot his name. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh. that's a country song. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, over and over to Old Town Road. There's yeah. there's a connection. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are good that's songs. A good one, Rachel. That was good great, Rachel. Rachel. Okay. Thank right. you. Mm-hmm. Who else wants to go? Anybody else want to go next? Mama. Oh, <laughs> I guess I guess I'm going. Go ahead. I'm going. <laughs> um, so my number, my first, not number one, but my first song is song. um, <laughs> mainstream country song "Need You Now" by Lady Ooh. A. Yeah. Yeah. So the first time song. I ever heard this song was when it swept the Grammys in 2011, mm. and I was watching it, and I was like, "Who the hell was this?" I was like, "It, <laughs> it won a record of the year, song of the year, a country oh, wow. song, mm. a country song, won mm. the big awards." Yeah. I said, "Now nah, I gotta go listen to see what they're talking about." Yeah. That's how you know. I was too intrigued, but girl. Mm. I downloaded and I understood. Yes. I understood. It's yes. really a good song. I, I think the reason why I like it is because it's catchy. Yes. Number one. Mm-hmm. And it's like that repetitive. It, it really yeah. works. Um, and it, and I think it really appeals to non-country fans. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yep. that's, yeah. I feel like, I, agree. I don't mm-hmm. know if they made it for them, but that's it really is like a song. Like if you don't, if you're like, I hate country, I don't listen to it. I would like, okay, I would introduce you to country with this song. Yes. It's a quarter after one. But yeah, I was in college listening to No Hands and Watch the Throne, and then this song made it to my playlist. <laughs> yeah. I was like in the morning getting ready for that. I was like getting ready for um, school listening to that. It's just really a good song, and I think it's the national country booty call song. Ooh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I can see that. I'll give you that. I can see that. So Hillary Scott, the, the woman in the group, she said, you know, all three of us know what it's like to get to that point where you feel lonely enough that you make a late late night phone call that you very well could regret the next day. And I mean, that's no relatable. Lie. I feel like a lot of people have been there, but no lie to all in all, it's a really good song. Yeah. Like the singing, the writing, the production, and it's like not a complex song. It is very simple, mm-hmm. but it is effective. So yeah. need you now. You up, question mark? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> we were just talking about that on the last yeah, episode. Exactly. Right? So, yeah, I love each you now. The second one is by uh, an artist named Darius Rucker, who is a black artist from mm-hmm. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, originally, he was originally the lead of Hootie and the Bluefish. Hootie and the Bluefish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this song what is called, right? Mm-hmm. He has a great voice. Um, yeah, he does. And this is one of his uh, popular singles called Don't Think I Don't Think About It. Yeah. Yes. I don't I think I don't it. think about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he had already had a successful career with Hootie and Blowfish. Like, they won a couple Grammys, including Best mm-hmm. New Artist and a few AMAs. So he was already having a good career, but then he came out with this one, and this song was in the top forty on the Billboard. Yeah, it shot up to num- it shot up to number one on the Hot Country uh, Songs chart, and that was only the second time a black man had done that. Wow, and it sold, it sold over a thousand units. So like, yeah. it was a really good, successful song for him, wow. and it essentially just describes a man who who left his former lover. So mm-hmm. um, he tells her that he thinks about you know what they could have been so yeah. what did he say between the work and mm-hmm. the hurt and the whiskey don't think I don't wonder about what could have been should have been mm-hmm. all worked out I know what I felt and I know what I said but don't think I don't think about it I know that's right yeah. but don't think I don't think about it don't think I don't have regrets don't think I don't get yes. 
Huckleberry. They always drink no, whiskey. They no, always drink whiskey. It is whiskey. It is, whiskey. It is always whiskey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even need you now another shot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I can't stop looking at the door. That's so true. That that is so true. Ain't no stereotype. If it ain't whiskey, Her it's beer. Yeah, right. beer. Some dark yeah. liquor mm-hmm. that got them singing and, and crying and writing these songs. But mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy this song. This is not country pop. It is just purely a country song. Mm-hmm. But yes. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his voice. He had a mm-hmm. great voice. So. Good. Don't think I don't think about it by Darius Rucker. And then my last song, <clears throat> Looks Like We Made It. Mm. <laughs> mm. You're yes. Still the One by Shania That's Twain. That's a good one right there. The, yeah. the Jamaican Canadian country <laughs> goddess or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Another one. Another one. one. Another one. Mm-hmm. Another one. Yeah. Big up, big up, big up. Big up. <laughs> You're still the one I First time I heard this song was when I was getting my cavities filled at the dentist. <laughs> what a memory. What a memory. How did you remember oh, all this? Dr. Oh. Dr. Bergeron would play 101.9 and they it's play the soft rock and country. And that's when I heard this song when I was, when he was drilling in my tooth. Um, <laughs> love this song. I think we've sang this on the podcast mm. before. I'm pretty sure we yeah. have. Mm-hmm. But I feel, like, the wedding I feel episode. like, oh yeah, yeah. you're yeah. right, you're yeah. right. I just feel like this one of them songs, like this one of them country songs, like black people know. Yeah. yeah. Black people know this yeah. song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Everybody this is one this. that like, it make you feel warm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Such a good song. Mm-hmm. You're still the one I run to. The one that I belong to. You're still the one I want for life. It's just yeah. a good, it's a perfect mm-hmm. song. You yes, know? That would be a good karaoke song too. Yeah. Oh, this, this is that's, that's true. I, I we'll, mean, we'll talk about it. Yeah, essential karaoke song. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, is. those are my three, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's great, y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. the Darius Rucker. Right. <laughs> she said, <laughs> "That's it. It is the three. Right. That's, that's the that's only it. three. That's it." <laughs> I'm sure y'all gonna name some of the other ones I like. <laughs> no, because one of them the same one as you. So I guess I'll go. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you might as well start with that I one. Might well, <laughs> might as well. Yeah, I don't want it. You're still the one that I love. The only one I So yes, that's that's also one of mine. So you're yes. still the one, Shania Twain. And I'm gonna, I'll talk about the background of the song, right? Okay, so yes. It was released as a third single from her third studio album, Come On Over, 1997. Mm. Yes. Um, It was considered to be one of the most successful crossover hit for Mm. Shania Twain. Yes. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Of course. It was written by, of course, Shania Twain and Mm -hmm. Robert John Mutt Lang. Yes. And produced by Lang. Now, everybody know their relationship. It's a little. It's a little. Because Mutt was about 17 years older than her. And then people were, yeah. And then people were saying, like, no, like, she's using him to be on the come up and all that kind of stuff. So it was a lot of, like, And she left her, like, I think she had a husband before. And Mm -hmm. then they end up getting married, Mm -hmm. too. Messy. It was was a lot of mess. So they basically, right, basically. (laughs) So a lot of the critics, they didn't expect their their relationship to last. Yeah. So they made this song. Oh, mm-hmm. that makes wow. sense. They made this song like to dress the public. Yep, to dress the public. <laughs> told y'all. Mm-hmm. He told Basically. y'all. <laughs> but I mean, he ended up like cheating or whatever. So. I mean, typical. Wow. Typical. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. And then no she response. made another smash. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's, that's also uh, the same one for me. Okay. Um, second one, this actually came from Shane Room. Okay. So maybe like a couple of weeks ago, 
Right. Uh-huh. I think we already decided we're going to do country music. The Shade Room posted, mm-hmm. I guess, with Black History Month, <laughs> like, here all this. are the oh, black yes. country oh, yes. singers. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, let me go through this because clearly. I'm going to need something mm-hmm. for the show. Yeah. Clearly, I'm going to need something. <laughs> so they had this one singer called Britney Spencer. Uh huh. <laughs> Spencer. Thank you, Rachel. Come, Come on, Rachel. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Come on. Rachel. You, can, you, can, you can say mm-hmm. yes. It's funny because I just found out about her at the same time. I was like, oh, oh really? let me check her out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the song they had was called Sober and Skinny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sober and Skinny. Yes. So Britney's actually from Baltimore. She's a Baltimore Come native. On, Baltimore. Really? But she moved to Nashville in 2013. Oh. Country mm-hmm. capital. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But in a perfect world, you get sober, I get skinny. So it's a sonically beautiful song. Um, she states, we all got something that we need to change. I want to write a song that in a loving and productive way laid out this idea that if you're willing to look at things I need to change, you got to be willing to look at yourself too. Mm. So it's like they're talking about two different vices. One who's like an alcoholic and one who's struggling with their weight. Mm. Um, so it's a cute song. It's uh-huh, a, I, I guess it. another storyteller song. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to check out more of her stuff. Okay. You know, I'm not big on country, yeah. but I'll check her out. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's, a few, it's a few ladies, black ladies that's really doing it. Mickey Gupton, mm-hmm. I think her name is mm-hmm. as well. Her. Mm-hmm. Somebody else I saw too, but I can't think of the name right now. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the other one I thing. see is um, Tierra Kennedy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming up in country. I, seen a, I did see a group on I think on that same chart that uh did uh Jolene. Like they remixed it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. It's you, mm-hmm. they were like, Jolene, you can have him. <laughs> like, Basically. You ain't gotta right. I don't Basically. want him no more, Jolene. Basically. You can have him. Yeah. Sorry. I can't. Last song, very interesting. This is coming from Ray Charles. Yes. I can't oh. stop loving you. He's country. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I He's love country. that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody knows him, knows him as the oh. genius of soul. Yeah. You know him as like big on like blues, of course. Yeah. yeah. But for a certain time period, he was doing a lot of country music. Yeah. So yeah. he actually made a country album, 1962, called Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music. Come on. And this is his soulful rendition song. of I Can't Stop Loving You. It was uh, originally written, produced, and sung by Don Gibson in 1957. Um, this was actually like number one on the Billboard for like five weeks. Damn, in 1962. So it was, it was big. I can't stop loving you. Okay, <laughs> it sounds like a gospel song it too. It does. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's great it's a simple direct song um, the singer recounts that he has never gotten over the breakup with his former lover mm, so now he has resigned song. to simply live in my life in the dreams of yesterday yeah um, so it's a beautiful song it's literally what they be talking yeah. about yeah. that's all they be saying mm. basically can't live without somebody or somebody done cheated on them right. yeah. they gotta go to the bar and fight somebody mm. yeah. to the bar oh my bar. gosh yeah and you know now that I think about it Georgia on my mind that's yeah. very country that's very country yeah. Georgia yeah, yeah. That's very country. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, mine are (laughs) women mostly, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh well, there's one. There's a the band. The band. So they're kind of country. But the first one, yeah, the band. That's what they're called. (laughs) Justice for. Let me find. (laughs) Nah, okay, okay, okay. Not Not duh. Not to be confused with duh. Yeah. T H E. Yeah, Daddy. I know you want it because it's extra tight. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's the silence for me. My first song. 
My first song comes from a TV show. A single mom who works two jobs. Oh my gosh. I know you like it. I can't even hate. I'm a survivor. Come on. The fact that you started from the middle of the song. I didn't know that this was not just a theme song. It's It's like the Proud Family. It's an actual song. Okay. It's it's such a good song. It um, is. It is. She starts off the song with saying, with my mama's will and God's amazing (laughs) grace, I'm a survivor. And y'all know that had me. That took me right there. I said, Mm -hmm. said, that's the one. Mm -hmm. I said, yes, Reba. Same. (laughs) Same. So this song Talk is, about a is right. Mm-hmm. This song is really good. The lyrics are they were changed a little in her sitcom, which was also a great sitcom. I still watch it today. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. such a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually produced the song. She didn't write on it, but she produced it, and she produced it for her greatest hits album. And it's basically written about a premature baby who wasn't really given much of a chance. Mm-hmm. And then the baby ended up, you know, getting older and actually becoming a single mother. So mm-hmm. that it, the baby is a survivor, for real. Wow. A single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. Yeah, it's a great song. Okay, so, Reba. Yeah, Reba mm-hmm. did her thing on that. McIntyre. I love that. Yes. <laughs> yes, her full respect. name. Yes. Respect. Yes. And she has a lot of good songs. I like she Fancy. Mm-hmm. You know, she has some good stuff I was mm-hmm. listening to. I was like, okay, all right, Reba, I see. <laughs> I see you. I don't know why, like, how she got on my radar. I forget. I think she was like, maybe the show? she was doing the theme song to, I feel like, maybe like the NFL or something or Night Football? NASCAR or something. Mm-hmm. She did Probably something NASCAR. and she was like really, <laughs> no, but she was like really well known because we don't watch NASCAR, but I do remember her like being well known in the 90s. And I was like, what the hell? She's one of them people. No, what the it's just like, you know. You, you hear her name, you just think that, like, fiery yeah. red hair, yes. like, yes. Yes. classic yes. Definitely. country icon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, wow, her TV show Reba is really good, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. love that. Um, WB38. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> WB. Um, my second song is by Shania Twain as well. But mine is a little different. I chose, man, I, I feel, feel like a woman. And I love in the yep in the beginning she's like let's go girls yes Let's talk about the video though. The video is really good. She got a tuxedo dress, a top hat. Thigh highs. Mm. She was really doing it in style. It's yeah, actually Shania paying was, homage was to cool. a, a, another music video by Robert Palmer called Addicted to Love. Mm. And this is, I think, the country version of You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Yes. <laughs> I That's like, a good one. I like this so much. So I, I love what she has to say. <laughs> I love what she has to say on this. I love when she's saying like, oh, what up? Oh, I'm feeling crazy. Hey, I, I do like that. every part of this song. <laughs> yes. Men's shirts, short skirts. Yes. It's all a great that. song. It is. And it's like just, I like when she's like, you know, the best thing about being a woman is the prerogative to have a little fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's it's got a kick to it. It's got mm-hmm. some attitude. You know, Shania Twain is definitely like a cunt 
country pop princess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is a little bit of, on the rock side. Yeah. So it just makes you feel good. It makes you like want to sing along. You yes. want to hear it. You know, um, I did was when I was watching the video, somebody on the YouTube was saying like this song has no age. No matter how many times you listen Correct. to it, it still feels fresh. And I couldn't agree more. Like mm-hmm. it's, that it's, it feels very fresh today. It's like very female empowerment. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And this one was also written by Mutt and her. Yeah, they make good music together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She actually was inspired by some drag queens that she saw perform mm-hmm. when she was working oh, wow. at a resort. And oh. so she, yeah, she came up to this. And then she said that the song started with the title, then it kind of wrote itself. The whole expression is a ce- celebration of being a woman these days. I think we're kind of spoiled in a lot of ways with the advantages we have. Feminists may not feel it that way, but I do. It's pretty darn fun to be a woman, is what she says. It so mm-hmm. she got a point. It is fun, pretty darn fun to be yeah. a woman. Mm-hmm. I know she got some different views on a lot of different things, but oh, I don't even know about all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's, let's, let's stay like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me stay this not song, even know. But this song is really good. So I love this song. Um, my last song is called The Weight, and this is by The Band. Um, <clears throat> this is a really good song, but it's, um, it's more like folk. It's more like country mm-hmm. folk and country it's classified more like country rock um, mm-hmm. there is some mix of like gospel American Southern music in there as well mm-hmm. um, which I think pretty much that's what country music is it's like yeah, you know got the heart of it. all that stuff in there so it was written by the band member Robbie Robertson, and it mm. was released on their 1968 album, Music from Big Pink. Um, basically just tells a story about a traveler who visits a town, a small town, and then they like mix biblical references into the story and they create mm. basically a parable. So it's really good. He um, he said that he was inspired by a surrealist filmmaker when he wrote the song. But I really love this song because I can't re- recall the exact time that I actually first heard it, but mm-hmm. it reminds me of my Nana. And mm-hmm. the reason why is because in the song they say, take a load off Fanny, take mm-hmm. a load for free, take a load off Fanny, you put the load right on me. And <laughs> the reason why I love it is because my grandmother's name is Fanny. And so mm-hmm. when I think about Aww. this song, I think about her because my grandmother was somebody who, or she's still alive, but she's somebody when she was working, mm-hmm. like, no matter what, when she got home, she was still working. Like, she was still doing things for my grandfather, for us, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the lyrics make me think about her. I'm like, Nana, sit down. Like, Aww. you did, you come, you went from work, now you're here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I, I thought about her. It just makes me think about her. Just have, yeah. a, some, have a little break, Nana. Um, this song was actually sampled or covered by um, Aretha Franklin, Diana Ross, and The Temptations. So, mm. But their version in the 1976 film, The Last Waltz, is is the best version because it has the staple singers in it and that's my favorite version because they do like a joint um, version together and mm-hmm. Mavis Staples oh my god if you've ever known her voice strong um, voice yes uh, she just is like a hand in glove on this track so it's, and they all sound good together so yeah. I love this song mm-hmm. yep the weight mm-hmm. the weight by the band <laughs> weight by the band right? yes yes it's yeah, really good I yeah. think I've heard about that song before take a actually. load off Fanny Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all have any more honorable mentions? 
Uh, oh, before down, don't. down, baby. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> zoom, zoom, baby. Ready to let her go. Listen to me now. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, Listen y'all. to me now. Yes. Um, what's the one? Um, Before he cheats. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised someone said that. Ready to let him four-wheel drive. Call my name into his leather seat. Yes. I'm, glad, I'm glad Rachel's here. Right. I'm glad. Right. And speaking of Billy Ray, Achy Breaky Heart. Ooh. Don't break my heart. Yeah. Yeah. My Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> I'm going to slide one. in the Beyonce. Um, yes. What's it called? Daddy Lessons. Daddy Lessons. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Shoot. Yes. Dolly yeah. Parton has a lot of good ones too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Only we know. I will always yes. love you. Yes. It's yes. hers. Yeah. Nine to five. <laughs> but it's hers I remember Whitney was saying she was like I wish I wrote it y'all, right. she was like y'all, she was right. like, y'all can thank Dolly for that she getting right. all the money she for that money. Right. that's what she said she, I was like, money wow. she said I just sing it Dolly is getting the money she for it money. I, said, I said dang I, I feel that though nah, for real. For real. but yeah that's a song. it's really good isn't it would y'all go to a country concert no no so of course um, <laughs> however I would probably only go to a festival. Um, mm. I had actually thought about going to one when I was in Arizona. I think it was in Las Vegas. And I just, I'm one of those people that certain things I'm just not going to do alone. I'm not about to go camping by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, well, I'll think about it. I ended up not going. And as God would have it, that ended up being the weekend that I think there was a shooting oh, yes. in Vegas. Oh. I think it was around that time. Oh, yes. Hopefully my memory oh, my is serving me correctly. Oh, but Jesus. yeah, so I, I would mm. still love mm-hmm. to go to a country festival. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say, however, I'm going to need a, a partner. I'll go with you. Um, I wouldn't go so, yeah, because I don't, I don't think I stand any artist enough yeah. to say, "Oh, let me go see let that person see. by mm-hmm. themselves." However, you know, if it's also a thing about festival, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I remember when we go. were in Kentucky, there was mm-hmm. a country like concert happening. I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. 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 So my only thing is, let me just say this real quick, right? I just feel like the demographic, the demographic, right? And like, I just feel like they see me singing these songs. You know that video of uh, Donald Trump? He's like, they got my African American over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I ain't trying to get got like that. No, no. Actually, to be like, I would think the same thing, but when we were in Kentucky, there were a lot of black people yeah. that were there, like, mm-hmm. at okay. the country concert. So, yeah, I'm talking about the black people. There's, there's, there's a tribe. Mm-hmm. They're going to mm-hmm. African American. Look at my African American. Don't want to get caught slipping. Oh my gosh. Well, That's we, true. we hope that y'all enjoyed the, the, our country hook. We're going to come right back with the outro, Slept on Saturday, and the drop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey y'all, we back and we got Dami starting us off with the drop. Hey y'all, this is gonna be real quick because the lineup not even announced yet. This actually came from Michaela. She texted me. She's like, "Hey, I think this will actually work for this episode," and it really did. <laughs> it did. Okay. Um, this is called Riverfront Revival Festival. Mm. Uh, this was announced by Darius Rucker, who we just oh, talked about. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be held in uh, North Charleston, South Carolina, mm. Riverfront Park. This is gonna be held oh, yeah. on October seventh and eighth. Mm-hmm, his hometown. Uh, to the, the lineup for this year has not been announced yet, but last year's included Rucker, of course, as the headliner. Yeah. Um, in addition to Brothers Osborne, Trampled by Turtles, Charlie Crockett, Jimmy Allen, The War and oh, Trinity, Nikki Lane, Maggie Rose, Susto, Lauren Hall, Drew Dangerfield, and the Blue Dogs. So this is kind of like a lot of 
local artists mm-hmm. um, and they want to enhance you know South Carolina yeah. I think Jimmy yeah. Allen was actually he's on yeah. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's black but he was also on um, Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. he's a mega like oh, country mm-hmm. country singer mega country yeah. singer yep. mm-hmm. so the lineup features will feature artists across different genres from country to rock to soul mm-hmm. um, pre-sale tickets already out starts at $140 for general mission and 475 for VIP so wow. what's the announcement not too bad. yeah what's the mm-hmm. lineup come out I'll show like it see mm-hmm. the lineup Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe you know <laughs> Rachel. South Carolina. That's your chance. It's been a minute yeah. since I've been to South Kakalaki. Kakalaki. Mm-hmm. A lot of bodies will get to maybe. Especially in Charleston. <laughs> she said maybe. Yeah, there's some black history there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, a lot. oh yeah. Too much, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's looking haunted, but that's another story from yeah. Oh yeah, the Geechee and the mm-hmm. Gullah and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you got, Amma? Yeah, y'all. For today, slept on Saturday. Um, you know, I, I chose this song this week because you know, country good does a good job at telling stories, and I kind of feel like this song does the same. Um, and it low key, like in the lowest of keys, has a country vibe to it. But it's a song called the official title is "Long Way from Home," the New Orleans Evacuee Anthem. Mm. by Roy Anthony featuring Wayne Berry and Paolo DeGent. Um, so this song came out maybe a year after Katrina. And I it was really a love letter to everyone from New Orleans and the surrounding areas that had been displaced due to the storm. And mm. um, I remember, obviously, I remember the time quite vividly. I was in eighth grade, so I was old enough. Um, and although our house didn't have as much damage as other people, it was a rough time emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew people who had lost everything that they owned. They had lost family members. People were in Houston, they were in Baton Rouge, they were in Atlanta. They was really all over the country, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And everybody was displaced, and people really just wanted to come back home to the city. Um, but the city was out of commission for a while. But um, And I will say that a lot of people um, from the city, especially the black people from the city, mm-hmm. were treated inhumanely mm-hmm. by both local mm-hmm. and federal government. Like, we, were, we were treated like lesser than. Yeah. So it, it was just a rough time. But I remember I heard this song on Q93, and it brought tears to my eyes. Uh, because it was so beautiful, it was like it was just we needed that song when it came out. We needed mm-hmm. some inspiration. We needed somebody to lift us up. And I remember my mom um, would would always be like, "Yeah," when the rap part came on, because um, he was he was shutting out a lot of like black neighborhoods in New Orleans and the West Bank. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just going just going to read it real quick. Remember chilling on that West Bank, Marrero, Algiers, West Side, old school called it that 1.5 each Sunday on the lakefront. Kids in the background. Wingstop, Crowded Streets, Daiquiri's for the Grown Folks, Uptown, mm-hmm. Holly Grove, Girtown, Pigeontown, Backertown, Magnolia, the Calliope, and Melfa Mean, Seven Wars, St. Bernard, Florida, Desire, Downtown CBD, Ninth Ward on Fire, Super Sunday in the City, Buck Wild Gentilly, Canal to Bourbon, we gonna party for the weekend, hit the quarters up and have a party, and we gonna second line one more time for New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was how the song ended. So it was a love letter to the people who had been displaced but yeah. it just since it was I mean, we were talking about country I'm like he, they were telling a story in that yeah. song and I thought this this was a good one it slept on it's on Spotify but it was really hard to find anything about the artist but mm-hmm. beautiful song love it and that's this week Slept On Saturday Oh, yes. shout out to you. Shout out to yes. yes. Thank, thank God you got through all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Yes. yes. In some way. Yeah. Well, y'all, this was our country episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, thank yes. you so much, Rachel, for yes. coming. Yes. Of course. Of course. We appreciate you. Yes. Anything you want to add? 
No, I'll catch y'all on the red dirt road somewhere. You know? <laughs> not the red I dirt. Not. <laughs> not the red dirt. When I get my horse ranch, I'll be sure to throw this episode on. Absolutely. Mississippi mm-hmm. mud. <laughs> you know what? We should link your, your country playlist we to, this, to oh, this episode. Oh, Do you want to share? share? Oh, I don't want, okay. I don't want no not judgment. You get, not you get I need to it to be a safe space. Oh, oh. I mean, so if, people, if people choose to go listen to that, they right, know what they're getting right. into. Exactly. Fair. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. I'll share. Mm-hmm. I'll share. We ain't about to yeah. get no hands. We can mm-hmm. share. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode again. You already know. Listen to Ama. Bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed and tune in next Friday. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Mad Music Podcast. Subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. We really want to hear from y'all. If you have any questions, suggestions for segments, feedback, or anything on your heart, send that to madmusicpodcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Joe and Jimmy and Matthew Passy. They're the reason we sound so crisp coming through your speakers. Y'all have a beautiful weekend. Be blessed and we'll see you next Friday.